shows every Sunday. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was about to say, but anyway, uh, now I do. <laughs> um, I like to sincerely thank everyone that uh, DM'd me, text messaged me, you know, and everything, checking on me this past seven days. I, um, if you heard the last episode, um, I kind of went on a, a, a partially inebriated rant about uh, what's going on today. Uh, other than a pandemic, there's another epidemic going on. And um, I don't even know if I used that word right. But anyway, that's some bullshit going on. And I'm pretty sure you've seen uh, the result of said bullshit. Riding, looting, you know, people getting shot with rubber bullets and all kind of stuff. All because we as human beings, all of us are not treated equally across the board. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, you want to hear some of my uh, partially inebriated thoughts on that whole thing? Just listen to the episode previous of this one. And um, that's that's where all that'll stay. Uh, you know, stuff is slightly getting better or what you could perceive to be better because this is one isolated incident so far that uh, a <laughs> I mean, it's not one incident. Ah, I said I was going to leave it on the last episode. But anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. This one incident sparked a whole uh, mess of things that we are living through currently. I appreciate all the bigger businesses uh, for showing their support and um, a secret sly fuck you to some of those same businesses. They're like, Hmm, why don't you buy some of this merchandise for this kind of rate there, Darkie? And uh, <laughs> using this as a fucking campaign ploy and everything. But anyway, I just wanted to hit y'all up at the beginning of this episode, let you know that I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. Um, this past seven days for me, uh, stepping away from social media has been kind of weird, you know? And it it was kind of refreshing in a sense as well, because with my mind off Twitter and Instagram and all those other social media apps that I use, that I've had more time to focus on what, you know, I'm currently doing, as in rerouting electricity and putting in sub panels and cutting holes in my wall once again, (laughs) trying to uh, finish off this studio. And um, and uh, weirdly enough, as much as I'm on my phone, you know, doing Twitter and all these other things and whatnot, I wouldn't spend any money now that I'm away from that. And my mind is not distracted. <laughs> I wind up spending a little more money, more than uh, I, I wanted to pretty much. But, you know, so it was a gift and a curse. But uh, once again, I appreciate everybody for checking on me, seeing how I was doing and whatnot. Yeah, I even got some uh, poems, if you can believe that or whatever. No, 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 published because it's a personal thing and whatnot, you know, but uh, it's really appreciated. But we're getting back into the swing of things now. You know, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I was being away from social media. I almost didn't want to do an episode today. Just, you know, dealing with everything that's been going on in this past couple of weeks 
on top of the pandemic and, you know, just kind of unplugging from the matrix for a little bit. You know, it had me kind of just like, I got to do this shit, but that's not how we do things here. And plus, it would be a, a disservice to all the guests that I've had, you know, to, you know, take up their time for them to do this for me, essentially. You know, I mean, they're doing it for them as well to get this stuff out there, get their name recognition and whatnot. But to take time out of their life and day and whatever on top of everything that's going on currently to, you know, sit and bullshit with me on this podcast. You know, that that'd be injustice to them, you know, un 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 uh, unruly. Un, I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. But anyway, let's get back to these episodes, man. I'm here. Um, I won't be talking at the end of this this episode, so let me get my plugs out there. You can uh, find the Random Rounds with Rob on Instagram at the Three R Show. I'm gonna start getting back into posting slowly. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Three R Show, and uh, you know you can find all the rest in the show description or on my website randomrob.com. These uh, next set of episodes, man. Uh, dealing with creatives and people who are taking their creative ideas and uh, practices and trying to, I don't know, make it into a business. Because the saying goes, if you do something you love, you never truly work or something along those lines. I probably misquoted it and whatnot. So in keeping in the theme of that, my guest is the Seattle Superman. I don't know if you've seen him flying across uh, the internet and everything. I, I pop, He popped up on my radar uh, scrolling through TikTok. And he has an interesting story. And if you look him up on social media, you can see said story. I have a link to one of the videos detailing that in the show description. And it was just an interesting conversation. We, we are similar in a lot of ways as um, our creativity and whatnot. Uh deal with a lot of some of the same cameras and Photoshop and all these other different elements and things that you will hear in this new edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. So without further ado, I present to you the Seattle Superman, Jonathan Bell. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, uh, grab your social media app of choice with your social media device of choice. You know, it could be a tablet, freaking smartwatch, phone, whatever have you. I mean, whatever you dial those uh, DMs in with um, send that person that recommended you to me a message well crafted one don't be sending that sneaky shit in your DMs I know how you like to slide in there talking about uh, nice shoes want to fuck or something like that but tell them thank you for recommending you to me speaking of social media you can find the Random Rounds with Rob on a various uh, social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show Instagram at the 3R Show. Facebook, search the Random Rounds with Rob or go to facebook.com forward slash 3R Show. I got some videos up on YouTube. Look for 3R Show. And for anything that I may have missed, you can go to randomrob.com. Now, 
have a guest. And it, I don't know. Um, lately here, um, we, we had returning guests, um, friend of the show, Andre Psyche. He lives out there in Seattle. I have a guest coming up later on in the week. He's based out of Seattle. Joining me currently, as I speak these words out of my mouth, is a man that goes by the name of the, the Seattle Superman. So, I mean, I don't know. We got a Seattle thing going on. Then I, it's one of my dreams is on my bucket list to go to Seattle. So, I mean, I'm just kind of reconning the area. I'm trying to get as much info as I can before I go there proper. So, as I was saying, joining me, the Seattle Superman himself, Jonathan Bell. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Yes, I mean, like I was saying before we started recording properly, man, you have one of the most interesting, inspiring stories, at least to me anyway. I I come across you uh, via the world of TikTok, and I know you didn't really uh, originally start, you know, on the TikTok platform, and it really hadn't been around that long anyway. And um, I just happened to scroll through, you know how, you know how TikTok work, you're on there all the damn time. Um <laughs> And it, yeah. some flew up on my for you page, and I think you were just talking about how you quit your job to pursue, you know, your creative side, how to profit off of your imagination, your your thought, your skill, and um, that's what you've been doing ever since, right? Yeah, I've been trying to make it work. I mean, I still have to work to work a a regular job to make some money, mm-hmm. but. I'm trying to figure out how to make money being creative. That is correct. I'm still trying to figure that out. So now there are various ways to, you know, acquire this knowledge. I mean, there's books, there's people that are scroll ads all over your fucking Instagram feed talking about here, lose these tricks and tips in my book and you can make money just like me and all this other crap. But are you truly taking that self-discovery approach? Like, you're not looking up shit. You're just trying to figure it out on your own. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of figuring it out on my own because the thing is with that is I, I don't want to um, – I'm not trying to do anything for a quick buck. So it's pretty much the long route, which is what I'm working on. So to answer your question, yeah, it's it's a bit of the uh, bit of the longer run. I've had, I've had people reach out to me like – that have seen TikToks or just from Instagram trying to get me to do stuff that I don't, that I don't necessarily, uh, you know, believed in just to make like a quick dollar or so. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely trying to make something more sustainable. Word. I got you. I mean, it's just like, if you take too much from, you know, someone else's influence, it becomes less of your own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, and then also just like, uh, I don't know. I, I just want to kind of get to that point where it's me, not just, you yeah. know, them, but it's it's me. So the the thing that I enjoy and I kind of despise about TikTok is, you know, just to your point, I mean, you you are you and what you do is unique to you because you are the one that is doing it. But TikTok, somebody does something original and then there's like thirty eight thousand clones of that same thing. So, I mean, it's cool and creative, but what I find myself doing a lot of time is, you know, I see a video 
Then I'm going down there to that little record button in the bottom, seeing that that's the original audio that gave him with this video. Then I'm going investigating that video and seeing who the original person was who made the video. And then I'm trying to, you know, I'm just doing too much MacGyver and Columbo shit. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's Twitter is a rabbit butt hole, but yeah, I, uh, I totally get what you're saying because it it is like that, and it's it's hard too because. You know, we all want to kind of be different, but at the same time, we all kind of want to have our faces out there. So mm-hmm. I think it's just a little bit of a balance if you, you know, want to play the game. Yeah. It's, Quote, it's, yeah it's, air quotes, I guess I should say. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's trying to get a, a foothold or whatnot, because if you do something cool once, you know, then you have an archive of other things that you've done to kind of keep people hooked in, I suppose. Right. I mean, like you, you saw what, what, what you saw, I guess, of me on TikTok was not, you know, a, it wasn't a trend or something like that. It was mm-hmm. just me putting my story on there, uh, which honestly, like, I, it took me a while to do that because, like, nobody's going to want to look at this at TikTok. But I was like, you know what? I need to do it anyway because it's me. See? And that's what. And now I'm talking to you. Exactly. On a podcast. <laughs> See, I don't believe in coincidence. I think I believe things happen. For reasons. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you left your job and all kind of stuff so you can be on an interview with me. But, you know, some of the choices that you hey, made. It all, it all plays a part, though. Seriously. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. So thank you. So let's let's do a little bit of time traveling because I, I, I've done a little bit of scrolling investigation is what I call it. Um, I went to your Instagram earlier today in preparation for this interview. And, you know, your first post was way back in the year of 2014. You know, I think the very first picture that you posted was like of some pop vinyls or some shit like that and um, yeah going forward a little bit I believe October 2nd 2017 you know to my knowledge from what I've uh, scrolled through and uh, researched was the very first time that we see you in the Superman outfit like the proper one that you wear all the time that is correct because yeah, I was that's mainly why I went went scrolling because I was like, I don't know. I mean, he could probably like Superman as a kid and everything. But when did this start? And I just kept scrolling and scrolling. I had to scroll through a lot of shit because <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> and, and like I said, it's 2020 now. And your first post was way back in 2014. So I was just like, God damn, am I going to hit the bottom soon? And then I, uh, this is how I screwed myself. I went to an individual picture. Then I started scrolling that way instead of the whole cascade thing where I could see like multiple pictures uh, scrolling. And I was like, wait a minute, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, November of 2016 is when I quit my job to do that. And I got the suit in October. Oh, I got into September. And then I took a photo and posted it beginning of October. So, but I know um, I think the job that you quit was um, a train conductor, correct? That is correct. I I had a career job at Union Pacific Railroad. Now, I mean, you don't have and to I, you don't have to disclose dollar amounts and anything, but from what I've heard over the years, just um interacting with different people, uh, train conductors and you know engineers make a decent living. Yeah, they they do. the The problem with that is is that they got to trade their all their time to make that. Living. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that that's and that's like the first thing they tell you in orientation is that like the they will literally tell you we're paying you this much money because 
you know, we expect you to be ours forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be with the train and the train don't stay still. Exactly. So, I mean, like uh, my first my first first full year working for them, I made a, a little bit over 100 grand. Hmm. But that same year, I pretty much worked worked uh, every 10 hours I mean, cause we, it's all, it's all like federally regulated. Like you can't yeah. work X amount of hours and like have X amount of hours off. So like if you work X amount of hours, then you're government mandated to have 13 hours off. Yeah. As soon as your 13 hours are up, then you can go back to work. And that's how I worked for the whole year year, which like, uh, pretty much in, in July of that year, I think I worked like 20 some odd days straight in a row. So, I mean, like, yeah, so that's why I had to quit that because I knew that if I wanted to pursue a creative career, I needed to have time to do that. And leaving leaving that job was the first step in doing that. So, I mean, you know, while you were in it and everything, you say you did that routine for just about a a year. Tell everybody the physical and mental toll that takes on you, because, I mean, I imagine that I mean it probably varies from day to day, your task and everything. But for the most part, you're doing the same shit day in, day out, hour after hour, you know? Oh yeah. No, I, I had that job for four years. Ooh. My first, my first year though was like a oh, hundred. Like oh, yeah. So I worked that job for four years and I quickly began to realize like, I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life because I am like a creative person and I wanted to do something more, but Growing up, I never thought I had the opportunity to make money that way because I didn't go to like, you know, I went to a community college, mm-hmm. but I dropped out before I finished, finished my AA. I didn't like it. Um, and so I like I took a graphic design course at like an adult trade school mm-hmm. when I when I was uh, like under 20 years old. But after I got out of that, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make a career out of this because I don't like making stuff for other people a lot because everybody like wants the same yeah. shit, so to speak. So it's just like, you know, like there's nothing that I could do to get a creative career have how I want. And then, you know, slowly but surely, like you said, my very first post was in like 2014. And then like 2017 was super messed up. So in between those years, we started seeing like the influencer and like how social media and things like that you could make a living off of. And that's when I decided that I could actually maybe potentially make a living being creative as myself by doing what I wanted to do. And that's what spurred the whole thing. Yeah. I forget where the, the change starts to come, but like 2014 is like your first post as we discussed. But I think from 2014 up and through 16 till that October 2nd uh, freaking post it was not very much of you in those photos or whatever it was just like objects and other people and then slowly through like 15 and 16 that's when it started to be in more of uh, photos of yourself and then like I said 2017 boom it's all you <laughs> yeah so and <laughs> pretty much so yeah so before so November 2016 is when I left and that's why up in like all of 2017 it was more like pictures of myself but from 2014 to 16 when I was in Texas I was like pretty much practicing with my camera more taking photos of other people taking photos of objects kind of like I know you saw a lot of like creative type things with like the the models I had and stuff like that because I wanted to express like creative side and then once I moved to Seattle 
I didn't have anybody really to photograph, so I was mainly photographing myself. And then once I got the suit, it just kind of all went uphill from there. With the um, photography and everything, I know you talk about um, your uh, classes and uh, Photoshop and you know graphic design. Did you take any formal photography classes, or it was just you know you grabbed the camera and you just picked it up as you went? I just picked it up as I went. So I bought my camera in two, but I bought my camera in 2009 mm -hmm. and all of 2010, I told myself that I would take at least one picture a day for the whole year of 2010. Mm -hmm. And I did that just so I could always like have my camera, pick it up, like practice with the setting and stuff like that. And yeah, so I pretty much learned how to take photos from books. I bought a, I have a, my first camera was a Canon Rebel T1i. So I bought a T1i for dummies book. Mm -hmm. I would go to uh, Barnes and Noble and, you know, look at magazines and stuff. And, you know, in 2010, the internet was around, but Instagram and stuff wasn't really around. Yeah. Or like, you know, YouTube was not that, that big. So I would just bring notebooks to uh, Barnes and Noble and like write down information and then just go practice. See, man, you know, just hearing you speak about um, your path and how you picked up things and, you know, things that you're interested in, it kind of, you know, we kind of similar, man, in a way, because I picked up Photoshop as well. And, you know, to speak to your point that you mentioned earlier about making things for other people, you know, I didn't really fancy that either because, you know, it put my I felt like it put my creativity on a deadline, you know, and I don't work like that. So if I say right now I get a little bit of inspiration and I start working on a piece. I'm working at my pace because the initial vision that I have may not be what I end up with. And, you know, I want to take my time and, you know, try new things out that I haven't tried before with, you know, each time I do something, whether it be in uh, procreate or even in Photoshop. And then um, what you say about the photography, my first Canon, uh, my first Canon. Yeah, well, it was my first camera was a Canon rebel XT. So it was the camera right before your camera. So, you know, I mean, we're getting some similarities here, man. I, I printed out a couple oh, of dang. Instru dang. instruction <laughs> books and everything. And I, and I tried to figure out the camera and all. So, yeah, we, we, we I feel a, a, a kinship we're forming here. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But yeah, I mean, and that's, but that's sad though. That's, that's like people just, because YouTube and, and TikTok and everything is like, I guess I shouldn't say sad. I guess I should say different. Mm -hmm. So many people, so much people are giving advice on like how to start doing photography. I'm sure you've seen these TikToks and like YouTube videos, but people don't want to take the time to like read a manual on their own cameras. And I, <laughs> I'm like, read your damn manual to figure out your own camera first. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people like, how do you take your pictures of yourself? Well, I have Wi-Fi and I connect it to my phone and then I use my phone as a remote shutter. Oh, that's cool. And then like literally I, I would say like six out of ten people that ask me this shit have that capability on their camera camera that they didn't even know they had because they don't yeah. read the manual or no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember that with the, <laughs> the Revo XT, the first camera that I had. Um, you know, it was older model, so it didn't have the Wi-Fi and all that other crap. I found a freaking a clicker for it, a, a freaking shutter remote. And that shit blew my goddamn mind, bro. I was just across the room, clicking the button, just, ah, there it is. Pa -pa, ah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. But I mean, like, 
it takes you know it takes a little bit of effort to learn what you have and that's just like like you know yeah, I could get on a whole tangent on this, so I'm not going to do that right now. Hey, but hey, man, you, you got anyway. the time to do it. Do what you do what you feel. Get it off your oh, chest. So, <laughs> all right. So I'm just saying, like people, I like to post settings because you know, like when I do levitation photography, mm-hmm. you know, having a faster shutter speed helps. Having a low aperture, you know, it could help to blur the background and make it seem more more realistic. But when people are always so adamant on knowing what settings your camera is. It's irrelevant if you know how to operate, you know, your, your modes, you know what I mean? So it's like, and people ask me like on DMS and stuff, what type of settings I use, how to do this and that. And then I ask them like, do you know about aperture, shutter speed or, you know, your ISO? I'm like, no, but (laughs) if you know about those three things, I guarantee you, you would never be asking me what settings I'm using. I promise you. And, but you know, they just don't want to learn that stuff. Shit. I mean, right off before I um, <laughs> went out and uh, went online and printed out the instruction book, because I bought the camera off of somebody that I worked with. And I, I was like, all I did was uh, look at the dial and I put it to the little man that looked like he was running and shit. I was like, all right, I'm be motion. So that's the man he running. There it is. That's that's the mode I'm using. <laughs> hey, I mean, I love those modes, too. They uh, my Rebel T19, that's what I start when I first started taking levitation shots without the Superman suit. I use that one because, you know, that one is like a faster shutter speed. So, uh, but yeah, but when people try to figure out exactly how you're doing stuff just so that they don't have to learn and research how to do it without being told, mm-hmm. it's a different story. Yeah. And then, you know, let's let's go back to our, our, our kindred spirits and whatnot. You talked about a certain period in your life to where you took a picture every day for 365 days. I was in the military for 16 years. And if you go way back to the beginning of my Instagram or whatever, it's similar. It was pictures of places, people and things, never of me. And whenever I got out of the military, and I started doing this podcast and everything and started to integrate myself into the civilian life. Um, <laughs> that first year that I was separated from the military, since day one, at, I, I retired. I walked out of the building. And that day, for 365 days, I took pictures of myself and nothing else. <laughs> so Nice. I don't know if I'm copying you or you copying me, but... <laughs> Uh, nobody's copying nobody. (laughs) But, um, back to some of your, your photography and everything. Um, what's up with you and fire homeboy? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fire is (laughs) first of all, it's kind of fascinating. And second of all, I just kind of like pushing myself to new limits of how I could, you know, like when you, when you take photos of yourself all the time, it's, you gotta be creative with what, how you, you know, you just gotta keep mixing it up and do stuff and fire was definitely one of those pushing the boundary, see what I could do with it. Yeah. And that's, you know, from what majority of the ones that you did with the fire, especially when I was going back through some of those stuff, all that is real fire and shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. And that's, and that's another reason why, because, you know, people are so quick to say, Oh, Photoshop, Photoshop until they see like the, cause you know, I do put all the videos out too. Yeah. Um, or like have them on YouTube and shit. And it's just like, yeah, because, I like learning how to do things 
you know, like in real life and also like I do love After Effects too, so I can't really compare one to the other, but there is a certain thrill I get from like having it come out in camera by using real fire. Yeah. It's just kind of like a challenge. And then practical effects, I feel like, you know, enhances the photo more than, you know, the added on shit. Because um, what you were talking about with your camera, looking in the manual and learning the modes and everything, I feel like with Photoshop or just about any program that you can use, if you master the tools, you can do anything. So if you master the freaking the paintbrush, the freaking the hue settings, goddamn blur, Gaussian blur or whatever. I mean, if you master all the tools within Photoshop, there's nothing you cannot do in Photoshop. That is correct. But it makes it a bit easier on yourself if you already have stuff done in camera, if mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, because um, I remember for a point in time, <laughs> are you a fan of professional wrestling or you know of it? I know of it. I mean, my extent to that was by one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games, uh, WWE versus NWO, but that's about it. Well, WCW versus NWO. Uh, you weren't yes, too far. Yes, WCW. <laughs> Dang, you're right, man. Oh, I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, I love those games. No, but you're right. That'd be, that, that was damn. Yeah, but um, what what I what I um I, I found myself doing was getting in the green screen, and um I found that you know a little bit easier to help me with um you know cropping the images and whatnot for you know placing them in different backgrounds, so. There's a wrestler named Randy Orton. He does the RKO as a freaking jumping face buster move and whatnot. So what I found myself doing was uh, tarping uh, a green chroma key cloth over my couch and just kind of jumping on the couch <laughs> and trying to snap the picture and shit. And uh, I-, I photoshopped my way into a wrestling ring doing moves and shit. So I, I-, I thought that was great, though. I thought that was pretty fun. And then... um. I know um, uh, another piece that I did to where it was just multiple me and I was just in different settings in the same clothes and everything, just doing different shit with myself. I think it was around the time that everybody was doing the mannequin challenge and I was just like, I don't have enough people to do that shit. So I just did a Photoshop picture of me doing different shit in different positions and I just Damn, I forgot about that thing. (laughs) Yeah, man. Fucking mannequin challenge. That shit got kind of out of hand. It had dogs doing it and shit, which is very impressive to get a dog to stay still. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah. trend. No, but you know what you're saying? That here's a, again, the us being like, you know, uh, kindred spirits with this green screen and video is actually something that I'm start trying to get into next because I'm not like I currently in Philadelphia, but I'm currently an hour outside of Philadelphia. And because of, uh, everything that's going on in the world today, I have yet to drive into Philadelphia. And so, like, I know that I could be doing a lot of stuff with my cosplays and things like that in the actual city since nobody's out and about. But also, I just kind of want to be safe and mm-hmm. not go uh, out in, in Philadelphia. So one of the things that I want to do while I'm here uh, is – do some green screen video stuff. So you said the word green screen. I'm like, that's exactly what I want to start working on this month 
uh, is practicing and like learning how to chroma key and stuff. Yeah, that for video. Yeah, that shit is fun, especially because like a lot of because well, you use an After Effects, right? Right. I mean, it's a little more intuitive on After Effects because I mean they got all kind of little dials and fine adjustments and everything that you can use in there, which is great. But like I said, you got to master those tools to get your results and shit. I found um, apps that kind of make it a little bit easier for me. So I use, um, I don't have a proper computer. I mean, I'm using one now, but it's old as shit. And it only kind of, <laughs> it's only kind of able to do this <laughs> and not so much of nothing else. So I've been doing a lot of things on my iPad Pro. And one of the apps that I use is called uh, Luma Fusion. And they make uh, green screen chroma key in and all that stuff fairly simple to where like if I got uh, you know decent enough lighting it'll zip zip all that green up out of there and everything so I've been experimenting with stuff like oh, what's that. it called I'm gonna write that down right now uh, Luma Fusion let me get you the correct spelling and that is L-U-M-A Fusion all right yeah, I can't like as much as I like apps and everything like I mean as much as I like computer desktop programs apps are really stepping it up for real. Hell yeah, cuz like I I edit so much stuff on on apps that people would you know like oh before it was just like desktop photoshop this is an app but all these companies that are making these software for Apple is they're like they're seriously like there's sometimes I won't even put stuff in Photoshop or anything. I'll just put it straight off an app and then post it because this apps are getting so good right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, they have a full Photoshop for iPad now. Yeah, it's nuts. I know. I, I tried it once. I opened it up and I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at the, I'm gonna have to get back to this later because <laughs> um I've been using um Procreate and. Before they put a full functional uh, Adobe Photoshop onto the iPad market and everything, I was using um what what the fuck was I using? Where is my shit? I don't have my iPad in front of me, but I was using like um what is it? Affinity Designer and Affinity um, Photo, which is a Photoshop and um, uh, Illustrator equivalent and whatnot. I mean, it costs a hell of a lot cheaper to use. And uh, also Adobe Draw for when I was doing pictures and everything. But that Affinity Suite, I mean, it's sweet. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been using those things and I've got accustomed to using that. And, you know, with the Apple Pencil and everything, that shit is fucking bananas. Because I'm used to, for, like you said, sitting in front of a desktop with a keyboard and a mouse. And that's what I feel most comfortable with. But since I don't have a computer that can handle all that shit. I've been making do with the iPad and I freaking I'm getting pretty good at it. I enjoy it. And anytime I have a video for this podcast or anything, all of it has been done on my uh, freaking Pro 11 Max, my fucking phone or anything like that. The only thing that sucks is uh, trying to upload it to YouTube because I'm at work most of the time in the day. And, you know, using your data to upload videos and all the other crap when you don't have Wi-Fi is pretty timely. So my videos don't come out when I want them to, but I get them out there. Oh, yeah, because they want to throttle you and do all this stuff. And <sighs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, man, 
that's a whole nother that's a whole nother tale. <laughs> hmm But um the fascination with Superman. I we've I've scrolling through doing my, my scroll detecting. Uh we've we've have photos as far back as 2012, 2010 of you wearing a cape or some kind of Superman apparel, you know, jumping in the sky and taking pausey in the air pictures. <laughs> right. So Superman is pretty much uh, my favorite superhero, obviously. But uh, the of thing course. that draws me to <laughs> to to that is like the I guess I could say the pretty much the golden rule where it's, you know, treat others how you want to be treated yourself. That's like one of the main things that Superman means to me. And just to try to be like a better person every day than you were before. So. I in no means am like perfect mm-hmm. or like, you know, but it's something to aspire to be like a better version of yourself, so to speak. So that's what Superman means to me. And when I have the suit on and when I'm out taking photos in it or just out walking around in the suit, it also helps remind me that I am, you know, trying to be a better version of myself than I could be. And to treat other people as I would like to be treated as well. Word. Profound words, my friend. Now, now um, I know from what I've saw, you know, uh, Doctor Strange is a new one in your wheelhouse or whatever, which I think is pretty badass, your whole costume and whatnot. But as of now, as we speak, if there's another character that you can... um get the costume made up for and whatnot, what's, what would be your next big character to put together? Uh, let's see, right off the top of my head, I would, it would probably, probably be Shazam. Hmm. Interesting choice. And that's probably only because I love lightning so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lightning makes fire, which I see you have an affinity for too. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, if, if like uh, if, if I, yeah, I I love lightning. Like lightning is 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 first of all, it's like my favorite shape, and I just kind of just love it as in electricity and all that stuff too. That's uh, that's something else I really like. So Shazam, uh, having that suit and like trying to figure out how I could do photoshop stuff or like graphic design work with with uh the shazam suit would be a pretty cool challenge i think so you know know? when you say shazam and everything the first thing popped in my mind i was just like uh lightning and shit why not a black lightning a static shock because shazam is more of like the mystical magic side to stuff and static shock is not. Yeah, it's just uh, rub your feet on the carpet and touch somebody's ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, as you saw it said with the whole Doctor Strange thing, like, I do kind of like the whole, like, uh, you know, mystical alchemy kind of mm. wizardy stuff, too. So that's where Shazam falls into that category. Yeah. Yes, I could pretty much, like, if I... And this is the whole thing. Like, I recently went kind of like viral on Twitter and Instagram with every, like 
now people all of a sudden discovered my Doctor Strange stuff. Mm-hmm. And and right. So, of course, with that, a lot of people are like, oh, you should be Doctor Voodoo, blah, 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 blah. Our brother, brother of Voodoo, because he was Doctor you know. And I'm like, yes, I know I have dreads and I'm black, but yeah, also at the same time, <laughs> I don't really like I'm not not into all that voodoo shit. And I don't really know who he is. Yeah. If I quote unquote should or not is besides the point. But the point is, is I like Doctor Strange because I like that sorcery wizard, uh, you know, going through all that stuff. He wasn't worthy at first. And then, you know, he had to like earn it and all like all that whole shit is why i like dr strange mm-hmm. you know and not just because so when people are like you should should i don't fucking like everyone you should be valzad you should do this you should i'm like no <laughs> and i'm about to get on my fucking box again man get but anyway there. so this is <laughs> this is like people want to put what they want onto me which is you know everybody does that with art mm-hmm. hey uh, when I first was doing Superman stuff, you should be Valzad. You should do this and that. I'm like, do, do you see me wearing a Valzad suit? Why would you say that if you know I'm wearing a Man of Steel suit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they see how I am. They're like, they want to put me in that box or put, or put me in that thing. I'm like, no. First of all, it's it's Superman for one. I don't really give a shit what costume it is. It's the whole S. Mm-hmm. That you know, the whole symbol. That's what that what that is. And now recently with this Doctor Strange stuff, people just see how I look. Then they just like, you should do this. But to me, it's like, no, he has his whole thing, his whole backstory, his whole everything. And that's why I like that character. Yeah. And then not uh, just because it's like something I could like pull off and look like. Yeah. And then I guess I'm guilty as charged as well, because, I mean, you said lightning and I was like, dreads, static shock. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. I know, but no, but like in that cartoon, though, and like just like I'm pretty sure I could do some pretty dope stuff with that. But like also, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know, like I could like if I wanted to cosplay somebody. I could like cosplay that character and like pull it off pretty well, but it's like everything to me personally has like a a meaning more of like a, um, yeah, like a, a meaning towards it mm-hmm. for the most part. And the only, the only one that doesn't really have that is like green lantern. Obviously, yeah. uh, you know, I have a John Stewart green lantern suit, uh, because I, you know, I, obviously like good green lantern and i like john stewart but um i also like do a couple things as sinestro as well mm-hmm. even though it's just it just is what it is but yeah i thought that yeah. was pretty funny because um, <laughs> I, I scrolled across um the tiktok to where you were playing both of those characters <laughs> he's like because i'm you <laughs> and you punching yourself in the face and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean like and that's it all has to do with, and especially now i'm like kind of exploring that a little bit now because you know the whole sinestro corpse is like you know fear and mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going on i mean it it isn't really fear as much as in real life but also a lot of stuff is being pushed for fear too to make a profit so that's like something else that i'm exploring a little bit more with now and and doing a little bit more stuff with sinestro too because um, that's just kind of just how I feel, but, but yeah, to answer your whole question about that whole thing is, 
Um, I guess I don't really know enough about Static Shock as much. Only like the cartoon series that we watched yeah. growing up, and like you know, he was featured in the Justice League Unlimited a, a bunch of comics, and I know there's that that uh, show now, mm-hmm. um, which I've never seen. But <laughs> I, I watched the first season, and I just kind of fell off of it after that. But like, uh, but yeah, so the it would either be. Yeah, either the Flash or what's the Flash uh, I like as a character because of Lightning, but I don't yes. really like him as a character. Mm-hmm. Or like Shazam, which is more somebody that I like with magic. I mean, magic and Lightning combined. How could I not like that? And then um, to speak to the characters that you've currently done, like the, um, the Green Lantern, uh, Doctor Strange, and um, what the Superman character. I mean, the Superman one, I, I, not so much, but with the other two it kind of lends more of um, the VFX to those characters or whatever because you got the freaking uh, the symbols and everything with Doctor Strange and the freaking Green Lantern the ring can make anything so I mean you can, you have a lot of more latitude and longitude with the effects that you can add to those characters right right, and so that's, so pretty much that's exactly why I started this so with those two so with Superman that really took off a lot because I did a lot of levitation photography with that. And I knew, I knew that I could pull that off really well when I got the Superman suit. But then I was starting like, you know, as a creative, you can't really just do one thing forever because yeah. then it just kind of, you know, it, I'm not going to say it gets old cause it will never get old, but your creative mind wants to do something else sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's pretty much the whole reason why I bought an iPad and procreate because I, for the exact same reason you said, I'm like, if I start doing this green lantern stuff, I could use procreate to start doing like drawings and little things to see how I could illustrate stuff with the ring. And then with Dr. Strange, it was like the same thing. I'm like, I could do get him try different things, different art styles with like alchemy, uh, magic symbols, stuff like that. Stuff that I can't really do on the Superman. And I don't know, like in your scrolls, if you've seen like the Superboy at all. Yes. But so that whole Superboy stuff came out of, I wanted to start doing like cyberpunk, like, like vaporwave stuff, but I didn't want to deal with the man of steel suit, but I still wanted to use Superman. And that's why I was like, Oh shit, I forgot about Superboy. He has a whole like nineties aesthetic. And that goes perfectly well with the whole retro wave uh, outgun, I mean, outrun cyberpunk stuff. And that's why that happened, because I wanted to combine those elements with the cosplay as well. Yeah. And then um, a lot of the things I thought was cool about um, what you did with the Superboy outfit. I mean, those glasses was bomb. And then um, I believe uh, you did like a a, a Kira style uh, imagery with that where he's walking up to the car and it had it at the bottom and everything. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So all, all, all those ideas I've had, but like that, that you know, none of that shit would have worked with, in the man of steel suit. Yeah. <laughs> man, t- tell so me. I was like, I, I need to figure out how to, how to put those, you know, ideas out in the world in a way that is, you know, yeah. believable quote unquote yeah and, and tell me about I mean the, I say quote unquote but like I should say air quotes yeah and t- tell me about them boots man because them, them boots look like it's seen some better days bro <laughs> those boots man I got those off of Amazon and they <laughs> have seen some better days <laughs> <laughs> hey, man I mean those boots I don't think they were made for walking because I mean you've done a lot of that in that suit from what I've seen 
Uh, you mean the Superman suit? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've actually had to. I've mailed the suit back to the guy that made it twice, just so he could literally like stitch up and repair those boots. And a lot of times, I have to like really Photoshop the shit out of those <laughs> boots to make them look like nice. Because like seriously, like you said, I yeah, they, I've. I've gotten to the point once where I almost would like walk right out of those boots if I didn't like send them back and like um, ask him to stitch them up or like re reinforce them and stuff. Cause they, yeah, they have seen some better days. That's for sure. <laughs> now with um your, your costumes or whatever, whenever you starting to put them all together, are those uh, from a specific person or just bits and pieces from Amazon or wherever else you, that you could find them? All right, so the first Superman suit was from a guy I found off of Etsy, but like the really detailed Man of Steel one. And that one was a lot. And the ones that I've started using recently, the Superman suit, that you could tell is not as good as the first one. I bought that one mainly just for like TikToks and to like fast change in and out of it for mm-hmm. photos if I needed to. Because my real one is getting pretty damn beat up to the point where like I haven't I have a whole brand new Justice League uh suit from you know the whole Man of Steel Batman vs Superman Justice League I have a Justice League suit that I have not yet worn to take a photo in because all that trim and everything I need to have it uh like glued on while I'm wearing it. And I haven't found anybody to do that yet because one now I, it's like damn yeah. near impossible to find somebody to do that now. And two, like even before this all happened, I was traveling around so much. I couldn't get anybody like trustworthy that, that, you know, people are like, Oh yeah, I hope you, but I'm like, nah, cause you're going to fuck it up. And this cost me a lot of money. <laughs> this cost me a lot of money. So I can't afford to do that. But yeah, I've had, I've had a brand new suit for, almost going on a year now that I haven't even took a photo in yet because I haven't had anybody help me finish it. Yeah. So from what I also understand, just going through um, some of your TikToks and everything else, some of the music that you use, the scores or whatnot, you make those yourself? Uh, no. that But that is something that I actually am going to start with uh, this month is one of my goals is to make a couple lo-fi Superman themed beats so that I could start using on like a lot of my videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Word. I just have to, you know, sit down and figure it do out. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's why like I, I bought this legal pad the other day and I wrote, probably like 20 things I wanted to do this month. And that was all one of them. I just know I need to like, you know, I already have a USB MIDI keyboard and the software. Mm-hmm. I just have to, I know the only reason why I haven't ever done that is because I know if I do that for like a two or three days, nothing else is going to get done. <laughs> Cause I'm just gonna, you know, sit there in garage band all day or, or, uh, fruit loops and try to figure this out and neglect everything else until I do it. So, so on your legal pad, your list of 20 things you say you have down, what are your top three? 
Well, I got to do my taxes still. Oh, well, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not the mandatory things. Just like the shit you want to do. <laughs> uh, so the top three things that I've got to do is that I, I put down make a Superman lo-fi. That's the exact words. Um, I have a puppet for character animator, the software in Adobe. And I need to record some audio and put that into the puppet and animate it so I can like have an animated little character. That's another thing that I that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing would be to make an intro for YouTube. Word. That's that's what I, I don't have right now. I just how I started this show proper is just pretty much how the YouTube videos start. Cause some of these interviews I actually record video for, you know, if the person that I have on want to do it or whatever. And, you know, it's just been that me saying the intro and just us, you know, going through with the interview and whatnot. I don't got nothing special on it. I just got ha- uh, Twitter tags on the bottom and the hashtag in the corner. And that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's everything I've had. I've, I've just had the lower thirds, you know, and, and then I was like, you know, I have the time this month because I'm not working right now. The contract that I did have, I was in Vermont and it got canceled a month in because of everything going on. So I'm actually staying at a friend's house in Pennsylvania while she's at her boyfriend's house stuck in California. <laughs> so she's like, hey, I know you have your van and you could probably like, you know, go to anybody's house that wants to host you because you're, you know, you. But if you if you wanted to, can you please, you know, stay at my house in Pennsylvania and make sure everything's, you know, running and this, this and that and blah, blah, blah. Like, OK, so so that's why I'm in I'm in Philadelphia right now. Word. And I'm like, I have the time. I'm not working. And just like you, I'm like, I just I make a video and I just upload it straight away. Mm-hmm. But I just like I could at least try to, uh, you know, make, make some like text infographics or try to make some some like you know channel intro video or something yeah but i don't know we'll see but mainly making youtube intro means like probably you make some type of text graphic to where like when the the video starts it'll say like you know my name and some like cool fancy text way and then like fade out or something like that and i'm thinking about damn right now it's you talk about what you want for yours. I'm just kind of brainstorming right now. I'm thinking about uh just photoshopping. You know, uh, you ever seen that photo of uh, Will Smith and his wife? Well, I think they had like some kind of award ceremony, and he got his hands flailed out, pointing at her and everything, like sh- like he's showing her off and shit. Uh, maybe. I'm I'm gonna have to send it to you, but anyway, it's just like she's standing there on the red carpet, and they're taking photos, and he got his arms out like ta da! This is my wife. <laughs> I'm thinking about just cutting Will Smith out. I'm thinking I'm gonna just cut Will Smith out doing the ta da hands, and I'll just have my logo in the middle, and that'll be it. <laughs> oh, that'll be nice. That's a good idea. Ta da! And I'm done. Random as you can get. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that's that's not a bad idea. But yeah, so that's like YouTube and everything. That's you know what? Honestly, like somebody asked me today, they're like, "Hey, are you okay? We haven't seen you on Instagram a lot um, this past week, and just wanted to check in." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I now that I had to kind of digest that information, it's like, yeah, because I was relying so much on YouTube and Twitter and everything that, like, you know, you know, I had to dedicate more time to." 
YouTube and TikTok and, you know, my blogs on my website and, and like all this other stuff. And it's taking time out of, you know, Instagram and everything else. Cause I would like religiously be on Instagram all the time. I know the that's and why I, it took me so long <laughs> to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's like, I need to, now that TikTok's like like Instagram has ads on TikTok now. Like you just think about that for a second. Like yeah. Instagram has ads on TikTok because they're just like, please don't forget about us. We know, like that's how much I believe. Like, and people still don't want to be on fucking TikTok. But I mean, like for the the fact of the reason that Instagram is like, and even Facebook Messenger has ads on TikTok mm-hmm. because they know, like, if Instagram to have ads on there. They they know, you know, they know that people are on TikTok all the time. Yes. And it, it can get you can fall into a rabbit hole on TikTok because it's just like, all right, one more video. And then 30 hours later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, when my friend asked me that and I'm like, oh, yeah. But then, like, yesterday, I literally put six videos up on t- TikTok, like six or seven. And so you could just imagine the time it takes to make six or seven videos put on there, you know, and then like, like multiply that by the whole week doing more than at least three or four. And I've just kind of like kiss Instagram could not kiss goodbye, but like, you know, I want to be where the intention is mostly. So I've been mostly spending my time, like, you know, commenting and talking with people on TikTok, uh, making TikToks, checking out other people's stuff. Yeah. But then like, you know, switching back and forth here and there, but I've switched, like shifted the percentage of time on Instagram to now stuff that's like, you know, like more people are paying attention to. And that's why, like, you know, you found me because of that. I'm talking to you because of that. I could easily just be like, nah, fuck TikTok. I don't want to get on that shit. I'm just going to stick to Instagram. But like, you know, you know, as well as I do, like people are on there. So I want to be on there showing who I am. Yeah. And, you know, it's just how it is for the podcast. You know, I was only concerned in the beginning about, oh, shit, I need to get on iTunes. I need to, you know, Apple iPods or podcasts, whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> I was like, I need to get on there because that's the biggest platform and everything. And then, you know, start thinking about Stitcher, then Spotify, then Pandora, then uh, uh, iHeartMusic and TuneIn and all these other places. Because the more places that I'm available is the opportunity for more people to listen. And just like with a visual medium, like the things that you do, your photo, your art and everything like that, the more places that you can put it is the opportunity for more people to get eyes on it. Exactly. Exactly. I know like people know me on, I mean, I'm not, that didn't disappear off of Instagram, but like, you know, I just spend more time on other, like, trying to be more well-rounded with the YouTube, especially because I'm always have this problem. Like, I don't know what to do on YouTube, but now I'm just like, well, I could, I could always like react to stuff that I'm really, really passionate about. And that's what I've been doing lately. So, you know, that shit, as you know, you put videos on YouTube, that shit takes time too. Yes. It could take me all day to edit a photo to put on Instagram and upload it. And then, you know, a whole other couple hours or hour to read DMs, respond, talk to people and stuff that, but like to record a YouTube 
video and like sync up the audio and stuff for reactions mm, and do this and boy. that and da 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 and then post it and da, uh, you know it's a whole different ballgame. Yes. <laughs> and then I've been shooting myself in the foot like doing a lot of these video interviews because the frame rate that I because re- all right the computer that I'm recording on right now and I ain't gonna say it too loud because I'm sitting right in front of it is a piece of shit. You know. <laughs> and, not gonna say, like please don't. Please don't crash on me, piece of shit. I love you. Yeah. And, you know, I got a bomb ass webcam hooked up to it or whatever, but the computer's so old and, you know, shitty that um it can't keep up with it. So, like, if me and you was to do a video chat right now, it would be a kung fu movie. It's like how I describe it. So, you'll see my, you'll hear my voice and everything, then you'll see the movements and shit. So, that's how it is. So, what I've been doing to get around that is I set up my freaking one, one of my iPhones or my, um, Osmo Pocket, and I sit it here and I record my video feed separately. Then I put them together in Luma Fusion. You know, I put the video that I recorded here over the existing video that I got from Skype, and then the motherfucking the audio sync. Audio sounds fine because I got it through the mixer. I got it in Audacity. You know, the audio is good, but the frame rate of the video is not matching the video that I took it in from and then you put it in the project and you gotta have that frame rate so daggone I gotta essentially sometimes watch the whole goddamn video that I did because at certain parts the shit would come out of sync even though it's a continuous video and I'm like fuck (laughs) sometimes I don't even (laughs) I just delete the whole goddamn thing if it get too crazy I just like fuck it we just ain't gonna have no video for this shit yeah and like people don't you know People don't understand that shit. Like, people understand it, but they still, I don't know. Like, I would love to think people understand that now, but I would just like to blame it on they don't give a shit attitude. No. You know, like, I don't, like, how could people think this could be that, like, that goddamn easy to do? You know, I mean, like, to your credit, it probably looks goddamn easy when you upload it and it's finished. So they're just like, oh, you should do this. You should react to this. You should make something on this. Like, okay. You just give me, you know, all the money that will take me for my time to do that. And then I'll just do that for you. Exactly. Thank you very much. So, I mean, (laughs) I say it every time when we come to time restraints and all kind of stuff like that. Um, Here's the breakdown. I go to work 12 hours a day. I come home. You know, I have a family. I got kids and a wife here. So I got to mingle with them. And then sometimes I turn right around, shovel some food down in my mouth. Sometimes I'm eating food while I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, then there's the editing and, you know, b- being engaging, like you're saying, responding to DMs, creating content to, for Twitter, you know, just to have people engage with your shit that you spend so many hours on. And it's just like we only one person doing this whole goddamn thing, you know, and it. All right. And just for an outsider to be like, you should do this, this, and this. I was like, fuck you and your couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like every time. <laughs> and like, and this is, and so this is why, and you see me talking like this right now. So this is like the epitome of this whole Superman thing, right? Because like, I tell you, man, like sometimes I am just not the, like, I am just not the nicest fucking person, dude. <laughs> and so like when people are like, oh, you ever thought about cosplaying this person? You should do that person. And I just want to be like, okay, well, here's my Venmo. Here's my PayPal. Mm-hmm. You 
you know, send me X amount of dollars for this cosplay and I'll do it, you know, like, but in like a not so nice kind of way. And one time uh, I said that to somebody, I was like, oh, you should cosplay uh, somebody. And I was like, yeah, I don't have like, you know, you want to buy that suit from me? Or I said, it's like some smart Alec thing back. And then he's just like, fair enough. Like, that's all, <laughs> that's all he said. Because I, I don't think people realize, like, the perspective they have to ask people to do stuff. And like, yeah, let me just pull this costume out of my ass real quick and put it on and take a photo. Because you just say, I should do that. Yeah. You know? And it's just, yeah, it's just, it gets me every time. Like, people, like, every time people feel like they don't have to think before saying something but this is also the point of where i'm talking about like the whole treat others as you want to be treated yeah and you know like kind of be a better version than myself than i could be because it'd be really easy for me to just be like goddamn motherfucker just <laughs> saying this stupid shit for no goddamn reason why can't he just sink first before opening his fucking mouth saying some dumbass shit like this you know but instead i'm just like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> well um to, to your point or whatever i mean cosplay is more popular now you know for for, my, for what i think anyway than it has ever been in forever you know so i mean people want to see shit like that especially in you you who do pretty good work and everything then you got your photoshop and everything that you add to your photos and whatnot have you ever thought about starting like a Patreon or something like that to, you know, so when the motherfucker be like, hey, you should do this. I was like, hey, here's my Patreon. And let's make that happen. Uh, I have, but I I don't want to only because. I, wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Let, let me let me see if we still on the same wavelength. You don't want to because it would take away from you focusing and creating the things that you want to create yeah for yeah because then like you know people think they own you for donating money to you yeah. which is a, like i could i could say that's a fair point on them mm -hmm. also but because of how i am i would just be like you know what i don't care you gave me money i'm gonna use it for what i wanted to yeah and you know thank you very much but there's that and also the fact that like um there's got to be a little bit of fan service yeah and i don't want to i i don't really okay so one and i haven't told this to anybody yet so only like two like close friends of mine oh, that like are following my journey and stuff so you're gonna like get this whole thing first for the whole rest of the world okay so, like, here we go Exclusive. i got an email <laughs> I got an email, email from Magic the Gathering. Oh, and they're like, oh, we found your, your stuff. I, I, they, I'm assuming they must have seen my Doctor Strange shit, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, we have this new uh, thing coming out. What are your rates for like promoting stuff? And that was really nice because they just, you know, they didn't assume that I did it for free. For, so one, that was nice. Mm -hmm. And then they, so they sent me this new character card for whatever the hell they're going to have come, coming out next. And it's like some black wizard, you know, obviously, mm -hmm. which, you know, you know, so I was like, oh, so then, so I was like, oh shit, dope, man, to the gathering. That's fucking cool. But they're like, oh, so you need to make this, you know, yourself. And damn I'm it. like, so I had to be honest with them. I, I literally was like, God damn it. 
Uh, I don't make my own shit. I probably can't find anybody to outsource this in this short amount of time. Uh, so I, I literally had to email the, the woman back, even though like, I knew I would hurt because it's Magic the Gathering, yeah, you know, yeah. but I don't make my own cosplay. So if I were to tell her yes, yeah, I would have just been up a creek. Yes. And, you know, so I'm like, you know, if you folks have your own costume department, I could give you my, my, um, you know, my sizes and shit like that. And you can send me something. I'll be more than happy to use my talents with the, you know, graphic design stuff. And they're like, Oh no, we we're looking for somebody that does like everything. Thanks for, and she literally said like, thanks for being honest. Cause I'm pretty sure she knew like people lie all the fucking time. Like, Oh yeah, yeah totally. And then like not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that one, and that was only like three weeks ago. So that one kind of hurt. It stung because, you know, I'm like working up to doing this creatively. Yeah. And I had to turn Magic the Gathering down because I don't make my own cosplays. But to go back to your question about Patreon, is that I'm trying to get to that point to where somebody would be like, oh, yeah, you're you. Well, if you don't make your own costumes, yeah, we'll have somebody mail it to you because we want you that bad. You know what I mean? Okay. And see, I, I have a Patreon, and I was against it in the beginning, and I was just like, ah, this is stupid, you know, just, we're being whores for money. And then I was just like, well, it's, if I just, if it's just there, then it's just there. Cause I mean, I don't pay to have a Patreon, and you know, it's, it's just there. But what I can tell you exactly why I'm failing at Patreon. I mean, it's advertised. I talk about it or whatever. I mean, you can help support this show. But I'm not really feeling it because it's extra work, you know, and the money would be appreciated, but I'm not really feeling the extra shit. You know, I mean, the most I have right now is a dollar. A dollar is just to show support. I mean, I can give you some shit for a dollar, but like if you really want me to do some work, I mean, the next tier is 10 bucks and that's just like my asking price. But it's just like. I have all this cool shit and I just feel personally, I just feel weird about hey, give me some money for some shit that I would do for free anyway. You know? Yeah, Yeah, no, I hear you because, no, I you know, I totally believe you because this is why I don't for the exact same reason, this is why I don't sell prints. And like people have people have sent me videos of them uh you know framing my photos that i've told them i put on deviant art because i have a deviant art that i up- upload like high res stuff mm-hmm. and they're like oh do you have prints i want to support you i'm like no i mean like i if you want to support me you know like put my video or put my face in my superman suit on your story or do some shit like that you know like make a video of me in my Superman suit. So more people could see me wearing that. That's you can support me that way. Yeah. But I'm like, as far as everything else, if you go to my DeviantArt, you can find a high res photo and you could take that to print it out if you want to print. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell people because so I'm like, I, for that exact same reason, I would give away all this photos and stuff. As you could tell, like I love doing that stuff. Yeah. Like I just I don't want to charge people for that because and also for my whole thing I want people to see me in my mm-hmm. Superman suit in my cosplays and stuff so I'm like 
if you're willing to print me out and put me in your home for other people to see all the fucking time, yeah, you're like, I don't, I should be paying you to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get that, man. I, I really, you know, I feel that. And it's because, like, the merchandise that I have on my website, you know, I'll sell that, you know, because it's actually something that, you know, the, all the designs come from me. I've made those. I've done it with my two hands. And Oh, yeah, that's, that totally makes sense. And, you know, I just pay a third party to ship it and manufacture it. The dream is to one day be able to get enough income or, you know, maybe I hit the lottery or some shit and do the shit myself because I'm I'm interested in things like that to make to cut out the, the fucking middleman. Pretty much. If I can make it and ship it myself, that's the goal for me. And, um, and, you know, I'm working on it a little bit at a time. And, you know, I'm getting little pieces of equipment here and there and everything. But what's kind of hard about that as well. Here we go again with that conundrum. When the creativity hits me, it hits me. And that's when I want to do it. You know, I do it at my own pace. I do it at my own time. Having a third party, you know, I just bam, bam. I don't have to worry about it no more. But if it's all on me, here's some money, Rob. Now I got to go stop what I'm doing. Go sit at the table, make the thing, manufacture it, put it in the mailbox and ship it. That's taking away time for me doing all the other shit that I need to do and want to do. So that's just like I'm in this weird place. <laughs> no, I hear you. It's so I want other yeah. I want <laughs> other people money, but I don't necessarily want like the listeners, the fans money. I want some like Schlotsky's Deli to come sponsor me with deli meats and money. So I don't have to charge a fan, whoever listens to the show, <laughs> anything for nothing. Yeah, and that's like, you know, long-term stuff because you – goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Like you don't want to do like the short-term dollars. You want to do stuff for the long-term. That totally makes sense. We'll get there, man. I ain't going to say – Yeah. I'm right. not saying if we get there. We're going to get there. We gonna, I believe you. We're going to make it. Um. I know you talked about um, a puppet and everything a little while ago. I mean, is that an original character that you're working on? And if it, and if so, what other original characters that you are planning to work on? Or do you have any in the works that you are thinking about? Uh, so not like a physical puppet. It's pretty much like I had a commission an artist. Ah, I see. I see. To, yeah. So I commissioned an artist to make a graphic out of me. So Adobe character, like, it's like a digital puppet. Oh, pretty much, the one that you was copy, uh, the one that was like mimicking your dance moves and shit. Or you was copying it or whatever. I think I seen that one. Yeah, that's a uh, so that I commissioned somebody for an AR version of me. So yeah, that's okay. that one. <laughs> like I'm trying to do everything right, but um, no. So this this program, like you could take like a 2D or 3D or whatever. Anyway, it's an Adobe program that it it's it's like an animation. It's an animation uh, software. Mm-hmm. So I commissioned an artist to like make a drawing out of me with like m- movable appendages, arms, legs, fingers, my eyebrows, uh, blinking eyes, my mouth, different mouth shapes. Okay. And they're all in separate layers. 
and you put this into in a program called Character Animator, and okay. it makes it as like a puppet because you're you know controlling yeah. it like a puppet, and that way every like you can control it like you're it's like a um, you taking all the framework uh, out of animation pretty much. You just make yeah, that so it's, yeah, model. It's, it's like an animation program. Yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, that thing is pretty cool, yeah, man. So you just kind of plug so in the, the the coordinates and the programming and everything, and the puppet just do the rest. You just like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so like I, there's this program on there. Like I mean, there's a feature on there you can lip sync. So I could like record a bunch of audio, set it in, and it'll automatically yeah match crazy. the like the mouth movements to what I'm saying with it. So that's something I'm trying to do this month is. I already have the whole commission on my laptop. I just have to put it into this program and finish it. Word. See, man, technology, bro. Look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look. Hell yeah. But shit, um, I, I hate to see you go, but I mean, I, I think somebody threw up the, the S in the air. I know Batman got a thing now. I don't think Superman got no shit like that. You probably heard somebody screaming off in the distance, help me, and you gotta go fly off and do some fly shit. So um I do. <laughs> before you go, uh let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Social media media, you could just type in Jonathan Bell. That's J O N A T H A N B E L L E. You type that into anywhere and you'll find me. Word. And as it is for every guest of the Random Rounds with Rob, the door is open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to come shoot the shit. Uh, I would. Yeah. I mean, I. this is fun. I totally would come on here and stand on my pedestal again and curse some more and tell people to do other stuff. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I have plenty of other things that I can complain about. And um, I, I'm pretty sure you do too, but unfortunately, <laughs> we, we we are out of time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to come back on when you have the time, and we could shoot the shit some more about when we first started out with our with our pre T one eyes and T one I cameras. Hell yeah, our rebel cameras. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down with that, sir. <laughs>